I have never done anything like this for one thing, you know, and uh, after after 45, 50 years in this business, when something comes along that you haven't, that you've never done, you kind of jump up and say, well, yeah, wait a minute, I, I, I'll try that. I'd love to try that. Especially something like Peter and the Wolf, which is, you know, something that every kid has read. And you figure you're going to get to do all the characters. So, well, it's a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch for, you know, for, for, I mean, I've done acting before and I've done things like that, but, but doing a voiceover takes away the visual and you have to make it all happen with your voice. So, you know, it's a challenge. It was fun, but these guys were great because they directed me through it, so. Peter and the Wolf, though, was always more, you put the record on and listen to it. It wasn't, the, it wasn't really the kind of story that anybody read to you as much it was, it was the music that backed it up. So it was sort of like going back to being five, six, seven years old in Detroit, Michigan, and uh, my mom putting the phonograph record on and listening to it and, and, and understanding how the music works with the characters. I love the fact that, that, that it's moved on. I'm just wondering 50 years from now where it'll go. You know, are they transporting him from Russia to Los Angeles in a machine? You know, uh, is the wolf actually a, you know, <laughs> a projection? I don't know how they're going to do that. But the idea of him coming to Los Angeles and meeting his grandfather, and then we decided that his grandfather, since he was a gardener and sort of a hippie, that we would make him Tommy Chong. We would make him sort of like a, a hip old guy that's like 70 years old, which is diametrically opposed to a young little kid from Russia. You know, he wasn't expecting his grandfather at all to be an old hippie. And that kind of gives it a nice dynamic, you know, in the, in the reading of it. Well, I figure he's Los Angeles, he's an old hippie, so he probably, you know, talks like that, you know, cool, you know. Hey, dude, calls him dude. Yeah, and I love the idea that, that Peter is totally confident about what he does. He's not, um, even though he, he doesn't have a lot of friends in school, he's not the gregarious, outgoing, I have to be friends with everybody. He is absolutely determined. When it comes to wolves, he knows his business. And I like the fact that, that, that he's not in the least bit terrified by this wolf where everybody else is. Kind of puts him in a different class, makes him this hero that, that you know, uh, how would a little boy be not afraid of a wolf? Well, he's not at all. Gives him a different perspective to the whole thing. As much as, as we decided that it wouldn't go too far away from the, the story, we had to make uh, Peter to be this, this hero, heroic character, even though he's a, he's a boy, you know, about everything. But you have these other characters, the, the, the bird. Okay, now we had to come up with a bird voice that was going to be this sort of little British bird voice, you know. And then the duck we decided was dumb. So he was kind of dull, you know, kind of like that. You know, the wolf had to be very, very quiet and very scary. The cat was the most fun character because the cat was just sleazy, you know. This cat lives in this house. The movie starts spoiled to death. And so everything she did was sleazy.
you know, she'd see the bird and she'd go, should I really climb that tree and take all this effort, you know? <laughs> I quit drinking 32 years ago. Uh, there were two Alice's. There was the victim Alice, who if you look at the old shows, that Alice was always sort of the outcast that was getting hung, getting electrocuted, getting his head cut off, and he was always the victim. The All the kids that were sort of the lunatic fringe were my audience, and they were the outcasts. They were the ones that related with that, being the victim, society's victim. So they, they rallied around that character. When I quit drinking, I really wasn't that victim anymore, and I had to create Alice now to be much more of a villain. And the audience loved that yeah, that character. They loved the, the fact that Alice was now a pure villain. But I always liked the idea that a great villain could blow it. So every once in a while, I, I, I wanted that arrogant character to snip on, slip on a banana peel, you know, and totally blow it in front of the audience. So that, because you have to have humor. If you're going to be a, a, a villain, you have to have a sense of humor. At, at. There's the 27-year-old club, uh, and there's probably 20 guys that were at the top of their game when they all died at 27. Um, that was kind of the expiration date for a rock star. If you could get past 27, you're, you're going to live. Uh, but I had to quit drinking. You know, I was throwing up blood every morning. And, and my doctor says, hey, go join Jim Morrison and your buddies. You know, but if, if you quit drinking, you might be able to make 30 more albums. And that made sense to me. I never smoked cigarettes. That was maybe one of the things that, that was the, that, that where I still have a voice, I still can talk, I'm still aware. I see guys that smoke cigarettes and they can do two shows a week. Whereas I do five, sometimes six shows a week. Uh, I, was a, I was a distance runner when I was a kid. I was a miler, two miler, actually a marathon runner. And I kind of kept that body, which was good, you know. I, I quit drinking 32 years ago and drugs and everything. That stopped when my daughter was born. So that all paid off later on. Uh, been married 40 years, never cheated on my wife, you know. So there's a lot of solidity in my, my life. Uh, uh, those are the things I think that there's, no, there's not a lot of ducks out of line. I do play golf every day. I play six days a week, you know. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably what I do now for exercise. But my stage show is a workout. I mean, it's, it's 28 songs, and every song's got a theatrical device in it, you know. So, I mean, it, I, I'm never not moving.